Hello, and welcome to Quirk and Circumstance, a podcast about living a life outside the box, even when you spend the majority of your time in a cubicle or within the boundaries of a role like professional or parent or something else. I'm your host, Kat, and I'm kind of excited to talk to you today about how the past month has gone. You know, typically for this podcast, I take on two week challenges with a friend. Um, we'll get together and, you know, before and after and tell you how it goes. And I have a few challenges like that in the works. But in the meantime, my personal and financial health really required that I do a little spending detox challenge. Um, so the challenge was I decided to celebrate the month of October by not buying myself the objects of my obsession, items of clothing, and the question is why, um, And because, you know, while many of us throw around the word obsessed, like when you're obsessed with a new song or a new show on Netflix or something like that, I'm not talking about that level of of obsession. I'm talking about obsessed with shopping for clothing online (laughs) uh, to a level that is probably not normal or healthy. Like usually I'll get obsessed with one or two items at a time. And then when I finally purchase that item, I may or may not even keep it. And then I'll move on to another item. Now, none of these items are even earth-shaking anyway, right? It's like, do I need another pair of black heels when I have so many other pairs of black heels? Like that kind of a thing. Or jeans. Um, Or even, you know, if I get an item that's a replacement for something that's getting worn out. Like none of them are that earth-shattering and deserve the level of the time and the obsessing and the researching that I'm doing. Um, And that's the issue for me is that I can spend a ton of time and energy researching things and I'm just not enjoying my life or the people around me or even just time to myself. You know, it's like when people realize, oh God, you know, I'm spending so much time on social media and what it's giving back to me is not worth it. So I'm actually going to take a month off or a couple of months off or even just stop social media completely because it's just not serving me. So I decided to do a similar thing with um, with shopping for clothing because it just was taking up too much time and energy. And not only that, I'd overspend my budget a bajillion times over <laughs> for that, you know, quote unquote, perfect pair of shoes or the purse or whatever. My overall philosophy when it comes to clothing and budgeting and spending is that I actually try to keep a pretty minimal wardrobe. And I I try to keep my spending and my savings goals in line so that hopefully one day I'll be able to retire. Um, I'm sure I'll have a podcast or a blog or something (laughs) other when I retire because I seem to not ever be able to stop doing those things, um, nor do I want to. But, um, you know, I'd like to retire one day. um, And I have, you know, I have credit cards, but I only put things on the cards that I can pay off in the next 30 days. So that's my philosophy. But when this, you know, obsession or weird behaviors around shopping online come in, then those boundaries start to get a little fuzzy. Um, That philosophy is challenged when I start to blow my budget or I start borrowing from my next month's spending allowance so that I can have another pair of whatever, shoes, jeans, whatever, that I actually don't even really need. Um, So thus, that is the reason for my October no clothing detox challenge. So I'm here to report back to you all about how it went. So number one, I did it, right? I I was successful. I I did not buy any new clothing. Um, With a slight caveat, my work team all dressed up in the same outfit for Halloween. um, And that cost about 20 bucks each 
so we weren't, we weren't talking like designer costumes or anything. Um, so I chalked that 20 bucks up to team building rather than clothes buying, especially because I didn't even have to go online to do any shopping for it was like one team member just went and purchased for all of us. Um, then we reimbursed her. So anyway, so that was that. Um, the second thing is that, uh, you know, when I eliminated the possibility of buying clothing for the month, then that obsession mostly lifted, right? Like I didn't need to go back and Google things all the time. And I didn't immediately replace it with, you know, just scrolling through social media or something else that was super similar or like a similar time and energy and attention suck. Um, you know, I just, I just stopped Googling, you know, the jeans that I'd been eyeing, you know, to, to try to find a better price or the block heels that I was obsessing about. Um, so I, I did get more time and mental clarity back, which was actually a goal, you know, and with that time, I ended up doing some fairly responsible financial house cleaning tasks, like balancing my money for the month. Um, and I actually, you know, did like a big clothing inventory to make a list of what I'd like to purchase and, um, and replace, including like work and casual wear and things like that in 2019. So that I can really like re-examine what's a realistic budget for my wants and for my needs. And it turns out that what I'd planned to spend in 2019 is really only about half of what it looks like I'll need for next year. So I'm already kind of setting myself up to do some weird, like blowing the budget spending. Um, so the next step, which I haven't done yet, but it's to revisit that wish list and see if there's room to reduce the number of purchases. You know, maybe I replace two cardigans instead of three, right? To like cut down the office cardigan purchases that I want to make for next year. Um, and then the second thing is to think about how to bring in more money. Now, yes, I could do a side hustle to bring in more money and that's always an option. Um, but I also know that at work, our annual review is coming up in a few months and that usually results in a slight bump in pay. So there may be enough to cover the difference in my clothing budget. But what I decided I will not do is to take money for clothes from my other budget items like my retirement savings or my vacation savings or the emergency savings that I'm building up. Like I'm actually still contributing to that because I don't have, you know, good like eight to 12 months of living expenses there um, just sitting there. So those are the, the different goals that I'm working on. And I feel like I could never live with myself if I had to work several more years into my 70s because I just didn't save enough now when my career is in full swing. So um, not buying clothing gave me some simplicity and some clarity around those financial goals, right? Like I got to revisit and, and now I'm going to do a little problem solving around it so that I can, you know, get my needs met, um, and not have to, not have to pull back on any of the other goals that I have. Um, the third thing is that I actually, I noticed that I don't naturally appreciate what I have and I focus on getting more. And a lot of that obsessive, like online shopping thing comes from that place of like, I need more, I need more, I need more. And the truth is, another thing that I noticed during this time is that nobody really cares that much about what I'm wearing. I care about what I'm wearing, but nobody else cares that much about what I'm wearing, right? So like this pair of jeans, this pair of Madewell jeans, right? Like I've been looking at these jeans Oh, I'd love to have them. Wow, I'd really love if they were on sale somewhere, blah, blah, blah. So I'd spent a considerable amount of time looking at these jeans. And last weekend, went over to a friend's place and was wearing a pair of jeans that I already own. And 
walked in, swear to God, first thing she says is, oh my God, I love the jeans that you're wearing. Now, I love a compliment as much as the next person. I love a compliment on clothing. It makes me feel like, oh, yay, you know, I chose something stylish. I think it's stylish. Other people think it's stylish. That's lovely, right? Like, who doesn't love that? But the jeans that I was wearing are very similar to these other jeans that I'd been obsessing about and looking at. And I was spending all of this energy saying like, oh, I need these other ones when really I have what I need in my closet already. And it's not going to, you know, I'm not going to go hungry if I go buy another pair of jeans. Like that's not going to happen. I'll be fine. Right. But if I say yes, to duplicating things just for the sake of duplicating them because I have this, you know, hungry monster inside that wants more, 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 no matter what, then I'm really sabotaging myself and I'm shooting myself in the foot when it comes to these bigger items, right? Like retirement, vacation, emergency savings, um, or even just having, you know, having cash in my pocket to be able to go out to eat. Like I, I've definitely used that, like, eating out, you know, just kind of like weekly allowance money for clothing items. And and that's fine, but I don't want to make a regular habit of that, right? Because then I start to feel like, oh, I'm staying home all the time. And, you know, it's great. You have fabulous jeans, but you got to stay home all the time. Um, So that, you know, that kind of leads me into a little more about my next observation was like, yes, I will not be happy with more things. There will never be enough jeans, shoes, cute blazers, purses, dresses, Um, this also will apply for me for all the beauty treatments, right? Like I I would love to, you know, get all the treatments all the time, you know, mani-pedis every other week and, um, eyelash extensions all the time and, and do all of those things. And, you know, and everybody gets to make their choices about that. I have no judgment for anybody who does those things, but for the budget that I've crafted, those things are in moderation, right? Um, but my my mind or my thinking says that I need all of those things all the time and there's never, never, never enough. So the practice is always to like kind of reel myself back in and to say, you know, I don't need more, more, more. And when I do that um, and I refocus myself on where I am and actually what I have, all of the gifts that I have around me, I'm, I'm always much happier right? Like I'm not trying to get more in order to feel better. I'm actually focused on what I have and then I feel great. So again, like with some of that energy, I ended up, you know, reorganizing my dresser and folding things up so that they looked nice. And, you know, now my, my socks are all, you know, rolled up. They look like adorable little sushi rolls. And my makeup drawer has been cleaned out of all the old, um, kind of junky stuff and the things that I'm keeping, I, you know, cleaned it up. You know, sometimes you can get that like dusty makeup residue, on the outside of your compacts or whatever. So just cleaned those things up and, you know, just made everything that I have. I treated it nicely and with respect and I just sort of appreciated it by giving it time and attention. Um, So that, you know, if I open my drawer, everything's just right there and looks nice and I can see it and reach it easily. Um, So I think, you know, the last thing that I sort of observed Um, or the last point I guess I want to make is that I think I'm going to keep this up for the rest of the year. Like my 2018 included a lot of purchasing of clothing items. And I have, I do truly feel like I have what I need. Could I go out and buy more? Of course I can always go out and buy more, but I have what I need. And so can I get through, you know, November and December and not buy myself any more clothing? Yes. Yes, I think I can. So it really feels good to just enjoy what I have and to know that I won't be going into debt or postponing my other goals because of it. 
It's funny how a challenge like this can reveal things that we didn't expect. It's like, because I quieted my mental chatter about spending money on clothing, which I think made me feel anxious at the same time. So because I just quieted that and gave myself permission in a way to not do that just for 30 days, I suddenly had the time and the energy to re-examine what is working for me with my overall budget. And, um, and I could sort of recommit to my healthy habits that are working for me instead of sabotaging them. Um, another sort of contributing factor during that time was that I also read the new, um, the new book that's just out by Susie Orman, who's a financial, financial wizard, financial advisor, um, extraordinaire. And the new book is called women and money and it's the new edition. And I, I read her first version years ago. Um, and she just released this updated one. So if you need, or you want a quick read to give you a shot in the arm around financial empowerment, I definitely recommend this book. So for the closing segment today, there is a song that is giving me life this week. Um, It's Falling Water by Maggie Rogers. I just love the way that she begins the song with like a, it's almost like a holler. You know, when you think about, you know, the fall and um, sort of being introspective and You know, after I heard it one time I could recall it the very next day and hum it. So I heard it one time and the next day I was like, oh yeah, what is that song again? And could just kind of sing it to myself. Anywho, friends and family, thank you so much to those of you who have left a review on iTunes. For those of you who would like to have my unending gratitude pointed in your direction, you too can leave a rating or review on iTunes. And for show notes, please visit quirkandcircumstance.com. Our intro and bumper music is by the Tartu Pop and Rock Institute. Have a great November, everybody. <laughs>